Hello and welcome to Keys to the Future. My name is Gabby Ko and I'm a senior systems engineer at one of the most successful engineering companies in the world. My journey to this point has not been without challenges, but I was fortunate to have the encouragement and mentoring of a very special person early on in my journey. This made all the difference to me, which is why I like to share some advice and tips on making education a priority and remaining focused on your journey to achieve your goals. In this podcast, we'll discuss mentoring etiquette, some do's and don'ts to making the most of your mentoring experience. As we discussed in a previous episode, a mentoring relationship should be one of mutual respect and trust. Communication is a key aspect of any relationship, and for a mentoring relationship, it is no different. Having a good understanding of expectations and role responsibilities is important to get the most out of your time with your mentor. Let's first discuss role responsibilities. A mentor's responsibility is to be a coach, advisor, cheerleader, a good listener, and provide recommendations. She or he is not responsible for driving your development or making decisions for you. A mentor should share her or his knowledge, experiences, and perspective, provide guidance, motivation, and feedback. As a mentee, you are responsible for identifying initial goals, asking questions, seeking feedback, and drive the progress towards those goals. You should also provide your mentor feedback on how well you think she or he is helping you. Let's discuss some basic etiquette. First, communication is key to setting expectations from the start. Everyone has different expectations in a relationship, but having a good understanding of what you expect of your mentor and what your mentor expects of you from the very start would only enhance your experience. Ensure that you have a good understanding of what you expect to gain from the relationship so you can communicate your goals more effectively. Write down your expectations and share them with your mentor. Consider the reasons why you want to work with a mentor. You may be seeking to get encouragement, advice on academic goals, learn about available resources, or other reasons. Then think about the types of topics you expect to discuss. For example, academics, career goals, or do's and don'ts of networking. Also give some thought to how you hope your mentor will help you. For instance, by reviewing your academic work, providing a letter of recommendation, or introducing you to others who can provide advice and feedback. Ask your mentor to provide you hers or his expectations of you and the relationship. This will start the relationship with a common understanding and will set it up for success. You may even consider a mentoring agreement, which can be a simple written form of do's, don'ts, and expectations. Second, mutual respect is important to have a great experience. You obviously had some initial respect for your mentor as you sought her or him out. On the other hand, it is important for your mentor to demonstrate respect to you. This will continue to build over time as you develop trust and good rapport. Respect your mentor's time as you do your own. Be thorough but brief in your explanations, experiences, and comments. Prepare an agenda so you stay on track of what you want to cover during each meeting. Lastly, let's discuss some do's and don'ts for you as a mentee. Let's start with the do's. Be punctual and reliable. This ties in with respecting your mentor's time as much as yours. Confirm appointments or give adequate notice of any change and follow up on agreed-upon items. Prepare for each meeting so you don't waste your time or mentor's time. 
be an active listener during your meeting by taking notes or asking questions or clarifications. Stay in touch with your mentor and respond promptly to emails or phone calls. Be responsible, courteous, and grateful. Send thank you notes or follow-ups after each meeting. And prepare yourself to move on from your mentoring relationship, but keep the door open for future advice by ending on a positive note. Here are some don'ts. Don't expect your mentor to have all the answers. They are there to guide you. Don't be too busy to meet with your mentor. They are busy people too and volunteer their time. And don't be shy to express your thoughts, expectations, or feedback to your mentor. I would like to introduce to you my friend, Dr. Malika Grayson. Malika holds a doctorate degree in mechanical engineering, is a best-selling author and leader in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Thank you for chatting with me today, Malika. No, thank you for having me, Gabby, and I'm so excited to be here. Our conversation today is around mentoring and how it is very important in our development as a person. Someone to show you the ropes, so to speak. As we develop our mentoring relationships, it's very important to use proper etiquette in order to maintain and nurture that relationship. Malaika, you wear a lot of hats. You're an author, engineer, STEM leader, and mentor. I'm curious to learn if you've had mentors along the way. I, I think I may know the answer, but as a mentee, how did you get started pursuing a potential mentor? That's a great question. You know, I haven't gotten anywhere without mentors in my life. And from a very young age, I would say, especially when I first began college, that is when I really started to develop mentor relationships. And one of the first mentors I vividly recall was a mentor that I met during one of my summer undergraduate research experiences. I went to a, a program where you work and you appeared with a graduate mentor for the entire summer. And that person has stuck with me throughout my entire career and continues to be a mentor. And for me, to get started pursuing mentorship, and finding that potential mentorship, I really had to start networking and being open to meeting new people because that's the only way you're going to really gain those relationships. I like that. Long-lasting relationships that you've forged right along the way and and also being open to to network and meeting people. I think that's what, what's going to help you find uh, and achieve your goal, uh, find a mentor and achieve and help you achieve your goals. So what have been some of your expectations for a mentor? You know, the expectations start with my expectations and what I am trying to get out of a relationship. I always tell people, don't find a mentor just to find a mentor, right? I encourage people, of course, to have multiple mentors, not just one mentor, because mentors are for different phases of your life. But when it comes to the expectations of a mentor, I think about what are my goals and what are my goals, not just for myself, but if I'm bringing someone, someone into my life, what are my goals for our relationship? 
And once I find those goals, once I think about those goals, then I can really think about the expectations, right, of that relationship. So less of the expectation of the mentor and the expectation of our relationship and how I would like it to grow. So some of those things will, you know, I definitely want to make sure when I'm looking for a mentor, once I have my goal in mind, I need someone who has the time. I need someone who fills the gaps that I may have, right? The, the point of learning from a mentor is that this person is able to help you grow in a place that you may be lacking or in a place that you, you are really looking to learn more. Um, and I think that is really important. I agree. Uh, when, you know, trying to find a mentor, it, you need, it needs to be somebody who aligns with your goals and where you're trying to go or what gaps you're trying to fill. Um, so those are very good good focus uh, points. So um, what are some like good etiquette tips, some do's and don'ts that you would give our audience for nurturing a relationship with a mentor? When it comes to the mentor relationship, it's really important once you have found your mentor to sustain that relationship. And how do we sustain that relationship? And this really goes to some of those do's and don'ts. Make sure that you set expectations, as we talked about before, when it comes to meeting your mentor, right? So you have that original meeting, that first meeting where you've welcomed each other into this relationship and you've asked, okay, can you be my mentor? Make sure moving forward, you have an agenda. What do you want to talk to your mentor about? Don't just show up to the meeting empty-handed. A mentor is a busy person, so you really need to be intentional about what you are trying to get out of that meeting. Also, make sure and set up some type of cadence so that you know how often you are going to meet with your mentor. Is it going to be a monthly meeting? Is it going to be bi-monthly? Or is it going to be every few months? Um, that is really important. And also, don't expect your mentor to always say what you want to hear. The point of a mentor relationship is to provide guidance and advice as well. As you know, you see yourself represented and you, you want to um, get to that point that your mentor may be. So someone who's a role model. And sometimes that requires the truth. And you have to be open to the truth and open to what your mentor is offering to you. So those are just a few tips. Um, you know, we can definitely go on and on about more tips, but I think those three are, are definitely important. And remember to be grateful. Remember to say thank you, right? And when you get the, the advice, implement. I think that's really important because sometimes we get advice from our mentors and we don't really, we may not like it, so we don't even try it. I like that, to be open to honest feedback and to other ideas, right? Like you said, if, sometimes if we don't like it, we don't try it. But if we think about it and, you know, and, and, and implement what they're suggesting, we may find out that, you know, we have, we, we may like what they're suggesting and also find out more about ourselves in the process. So, exactly. um, 
Right. So as a mentor yourself, what expectations do you have when, when someone asks you to be a mentor? When someone asks me to mentor them, one thing I, I want to know from them is what are their goals? And this isn't necessarily long-term goals. And I will give an example of current mental mentee relationships I have. Um, I am, or well, I have the opportunity right now to mentor a few early career individuals. And part of our mentorship is that I want to know what they are interested in. And the reason I want to know what they're interested in and what are some of their short-term goals is because I want to give them the opportunity to think outside the box. I want to give them the opportunity to be uncomfortable so that they can try new things. So if someone, for example, is interested in business, then I'm going to challenge them to find someone who they admire in that industry and set up an informational interview right so that's that's one of the the expectations that I have of them so their interest the other expectations I have of them is you know when we set goals together I expect them to do it because I'm doing my homework on my end and I expect you to do your homework as well so that when we come back together we see that growth and we can compare to where we were right so for example I sometimes ask my mentees, let's think about a plan. And I want you to take the next month to think about this plan and come back to me and let me know what other skills you may want to have, you may want to gain, and what other classes you think you may want to try. And then let's pull that together into how we think that may help you in a, in the role in the future, whether it be in college, whether it be, you know, an interview or something like that so those are just some of a a few of my expectations those are very good expectations I mean I think that mentors help open doors right in a way to to help uh, open those doors is to to try out things that we may think we don't like or may not have an interest in so those are very good thoughts um any final thoughts on this topic for for our audience? I think it's so important to have mentors in your life because mentors can help open doors and we can't get anywhere with support. And one thing you can get from mentor is support. So I really want to encourage people to think about those role models in your life. Think about someone who you think would be able to guide you and advise you. You know, sometimes as a high school student, it may be someone who is in college. As a college student, it may be someone who's in graduate school or an early career person. As an early career individual, it may be someone who is later in their career or it may even be your peer. You know, so let's be open to the types of mentors we can have and be okay with being uncomfortable. Malaika, thank you so much for your thoughts and time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. To learn more about Dr. Grayson and her journey, please visit malaikagrayson.com. In closing, here's an inspiring quote. 
A true mentor wants to see you rise to the top and is willing to let you stand on their shoulders to get there. Thanks to my guest, Dr. Malika Grayson. Thanks to Kurt Krauss for graphics design. Thanks to Roger Coe for endless reviews and encouragement. And thanks to Joe Always. If you like Keys to the Future, please share it with your friends and let them know they can subscribe to Keys to the Future on Anchor Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review. I would love to hear what other questions you have so I can plan for future episodes. Thank you for listening. I'm Gabby Coe, and I'll be back next week with another episode of Keys to the Future.